Today's daf is daf peiches. Page 88 in the Heli Gemesechus Gitin. Let me pick up on the bottom of Pezayin Amud Beis. We're at the Gemara. Five lines from the bottom of the Amud. The Lechush. Yeah, Pezayin Amud Beis. Five lines from the bottom. We're up to the Lechush. Okay. Now, the Mishnah that we're coming off of described a get which was written two gittin that are written side by side on the same parchment, but in two columns. And you have the names of the Edim that go all the way across. So we had a fascinating Mishnah. And how do we view the signatures of the Edim? Are the signatures going on both columns? Are they starting on one column and extending across? Is there ways to view each name? Um, is there ways to view each name? Uh, of the aide's name, one for one get, one for the other. So really a, a fascinating, fascinating Mishnah. And this is where the Gemara picks up. Here we go. Frak the Gemara, the Gemara asks, Lelechosh, why aren't we concerned? Dilma hani tre gite have. Maybe these two columns are two different gitten. The Isramile zman de kama, the aidim de basra. And it took place during the date of the first get. Next to the signatures of the witnesses on the second get. Meaning that the, the witnesses that are signed are not even there for the first get. The Gazi Lizman de Basra. And the, first, and the husband of the first get was Gazi. He sheared off. The time de Basra of the second get, the Edim de Kama, and the Edim of the first get. The Gemara is asking a very basic question, just being concerned about shtick. And that is, if you have the husband that, if, you, if we're going to allow two gitten to be written side by side in two columns, so you're leaving a lot of room open for people to play around with the dates and cut it off and then use it, maybe using the date of the second get for the first get or the wrong witnesses. The Gemara says, the Gemara is asking, there's too much room for confusion and playing around. So why are we, why is our Mishnah saying that if you have a get with, um, in two columns, two, two, two separate get on, on columns and you have the proper signatures on bottom, it's going to be a completely kosher get. Why? There's too much room for manipulation. You're right. It has to be dealing with a case where literally it means there's space underneath it. Underneath the first, the first uh, get, which means there was nothing else ever there. But in context, what we're saying is, you're right. We're basically answering in a Hanami. That if you're ever going to allow these two gitten and two columns to be valid, it has to be that it's created in a way where there's no room for this. There's no room for, for uh, confusion as to what the Edomam is signed on, where the date, what, what the date was, which, gate the, which get the date was intended to go for. But Domas Manda Basra Megas Degazi says, maybe he cut off the date of the second get because. He wants to combine it with the first get. Maybe the Mishnah is dealing with a case where there's revach, there's space underneath the first get. Now, if there's space underneath the first get, 
that the, the space would teach me that nothing else was ever written there top of today's da'af hachanami. So too over here, if you want to be concerned about the second get, we'll say, the space on top of it. So there was no, obviously no uh, additional writing that was there. Maybe the husband started writing again, and then he changed his mind. The Kosav, and then later he wrote the, the rest of the get in the second column. So Gemara is saying maybe it's too getting, maybe started in one column, moved over to the second column, but the first column should be puzzle because he changed his mind and then it's considered a, uh, a no longer valid guess. The Gemara says the Kosav Hareat Milmata, that we know he didn't write the first column and then change his mind and then start the second column because the conversation continued from column one to column two, meaning at the last line of column number one, the right side, he wrote, behold, you are. And then at the top of the next line, it says, Muteres, Muteres, L'cholodam. Uh, You're allowed to marry everybody else, and that's on the top of the next, the next paragraph. So you see that we, we're not dealing with the get, that the husband, there's any chance that the husband changed his mind. In between, the second column is there, as a hemshech, as a continuation. V'doma Isramile, maybe that he wrote Harayat, and then he changed his mind. If it doesn't look like that, and the get says the Gemara, we're not concerned. If it says Hareyat on the bottom, and then it says Mutaris Lechalodim, top of the next column, you're not going to assume that he changed his mind, the punct happened, random, started the next column, Mutaris Lechalodim. That's not a concern. You've got to use your logic over here. You've got to use your brains. And if the Gitten are set up in a way where it's clear, and there's, there's no room to play around, even if you could have a, a far-flung shtickmacher pull something off, that's why our mission says we're going to allow it to be a valid get. Ah, is there a possibility one of these issues came up? Yeah, but use your brains. See how it's, see how it's structured. If it's structured in a way that's, uh, that's done kahagin properly, it's fine. It's a kosher get. Okay. Ravashi, Yom Ravashi says, the other be mitachta de megilta. We're dealing with the yediyah be mitachta megilta where the borders, we'll call it the margins, the margins here of the paper that it's written on are clearly here, which means the lines are perfectly in order. We see there was nothing have been, uh, the, no, nothing's been tampered with. There's no chance over here the husband changed his mind after writing the first column. Because the first column was all, all the way down to the bottom, there's proper margins left, there's no, nobody changed anything around. Again, another approach that Ravashi is sharing, but a similar mahalach, a similar, uh, a, a similar uh, approach that he's taking is, this is why a, a two-column get is going to be valid, because look at the parchment, see how it's done, see how it's been created. It's being done by the, by the husband without changing his mind, it's totally fine. Okay, if the Edom signed on top of the paper, if we said if they signed on top of the column of the get, not underneath, then the get is puzzle. They have to sign underneath. They can't write on top. Says Maraini, it's not true. Rab would, Rab would sign his name in the margins on the side, Minatzad, on the side of the paper. So you see that signatures go on the side. His name faced it, uh, his signature faced the writing. So we know exactly what he's writing, what he's writing as a witness to. He would write Mamish right next to the, uh, whatever statement he's trying to testify about. 
if somebody takes the top two gitten right on one paper and he and he connects the two tops, Vaidan Bamsa witnesses are middle shnaim sulim, but Laksi Haminayu Klapik Savalis Kasher says Gamara, why is the halacha that if you have Two, two getting facing each other, and you have the witnesses in the middle. We say they're both going to be possible. Why are they going to be possible? Why don't we just say, look at the signatures and see which direction they're signing for? If there seems to be the sign the direction of one get, let that, at least that get, be, be kosher. So the Gemara says, Hasam Durami Ibra. Over there, it was put down like a Ibra. And Ibra is referring to a nail that the, uh, what we're basically saying is that the, Writing, we're going to call it is vert is horizontal. So you have a paper, and the paper is here. Just look at look how I'm doing my gemara over here. Okay, so you have paper is is uh, I'm holding my gemara sideways here. So you have one get, two getting, all one paper. It's written um, horizontally, side to side, side to side. Get one. Top to bottom, get two. Top to bottom, says the. So the question was: Look at the middle. Let's say the signatures are middle. Why don't we just say which direction they're facing? If they're facing this get, let this get be kosher. If facing that get, let it be kosher. Let that one be kosher. So he explains that the signatures actually were done vertically. So even though you have the getting written like this, and then like this, but since the signatures are being written vertically, it's not clear which one it's for. Because they're not facing a specific direction, that's where we say both gitten are going to be uh, are going to be possible. Yehaki says, "Gemara, if that's the case, Seifa on the end of the Mishnah Diktani, where we learned Raisho Shazeb Mitzad Seifa Shazeb, the top of one get is connected to the end of the other one. Beidem beemza, Seidem nekram beSeifai Kasher. Shall look at which one it's facing and is going to be Kasher. I don't understand. It's not according to your Mahalik that they're that the writing is done horizontally and their their signatures are vertical." And their signatures are not facing any specific direction. So none of the gittin should be kosher. Sigmar says you're right. That cannot be the case. Cannot be the case. You can't start changing what the case is in the middle of the It cannot be that the writing is done horizontally and their signatures are vertical because that Allah would make sense. Allah, Rav, Bidiski, Abachasim. Says the Gemara, you're right. There's no proof. But Rav, when he signed his name, was never as an aide. He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, uh, his name wasn't written there as a, a witness. As a witness, he wouldn't sign on top. He wouldn't sign on the side. He never did it. He always signed on bottom. I, we asked, why did Rav sign his name on the side? That's because he was putting his name down as the member of the Besden that's calling someone to Besden. But as a signature, to testify, he wouldn't do that. So, bottom line is we have a simple answer. Again, our Mishnah said, if Adam sign not on bottom, if they sign on top, on the side, it's puzzle. Ah, he says the Gemara, Rav would sign his name on the side. Answer the Gemara, Rav did not sign his name on the side. Oh, but we saw it. Rav was just writing his name to affirm that whoever he's summoning to his bezin better show up. But as a witness on a document, no. Rav did not write it on the side. Hence, we could still know that if you ever want to testify with your signature, that's got to be on bottom. Even Rav would agree with that. It's basically got your, got your information in order before you uh, start trying to prove. 
Okay, back to our Mishnah. Two dots. Get Shakosvu Ivris Bechulu. If you have a get where the words are written in Hebrew, Ksav Seifer, the Eid Kosher, then you can use the writing of the Seifer and one single witness to validate the get by saying the one witness who signed is a witness and whoever wrote it is also a witness. He's there, he's writing it, so it must be there's two witnesses, it's a kosher get. What we mean is that the cipher, the scribe, also is giving his signature. I so then what's the Kiddush? The Kiddush here is, is that I would think um, maybe the husband only asked the cipher to write it. The fact that he's signing it, maybe he shouldn't be kosher as a witness. Who, who said the, he's being uh, instructed by the husband to do that? Maybe we shouldn't accept the signature of a cipher. Says the Gemara, no, it's fine. Cipher writes his name, Git. Amr Chista Hamani, Rabbi Yaisi. This is the opinion of, of Rabbi Yaisi. Ha'iksuvas chasanim, there was ha'iksuvas chasanim. Te'asya lekamed Rabbi Avohu, came in front of Rabbi Avohu. What Rabbi Avohu want to do, they wanted to establish a kosher signature. Te'haviyad le'let ha'ifsa, because... They wanted to know whether the whether the ksuba was was done properly and appropriately. And they wanted to solidify one of the signatures. Lakshura said it's a, he, he thought Lakshura to say it's a kosher ksuba. We learned that you can combine the signature of the cipher together with the signature of the uh, the the single witness. But you can't just look at the handwriting of the cipher. Meaning the Shiloh was, can I just take the handwriting of the cipher and say, oh, if the cipher wrote it, he's a witness. So then just have one aide who actually signs, to which Rabbi Yirmiya says no. If the cipher also signs his name, we're fine. But if the cipher doesn't sign his name, you can't just say, oh, his handwriting's there. Okay. Ksav chani chosai, v'chani kosher. If we write their nicknames or their last names, it's a kosher get. Tana Rabbanon, the rabbis learned in Soshawi. Chanichas Avas Begitin Adasaradaris. Wow. Okay. Um, you can use a last name even if it comes from 10 generations prior, which is just an example of a long time. Just an example of a long time. Okay. Now, what this means is, see, nowadays it's very common for us to use, uh, to use last names. It's actually very yeshivish to use last names, right? In yeshiva, you only have a last name sometimes. Some yeshivas, hey, Tenla, how you doing, right? It goes with a last name. But it used to be last names came from uh, the word Ben, okay? The word Ben. So let's say, for example, um, Rabiel, Rabiel, what, what was your father, Zechariah Lebrach's name? Chaim Ben Nissen. Chaim Ben Nissen. Okay, so your father's name was Chaim. Yeah? 
So your name was Yoyo, is, is Yoyo Ben Chaim. Yeah? What if your children use the name Ben Chaim? The same way you were called up to the Torah as Ben Chaim. So that became the family name, Ben Chaim. So says the Brisa, it doesn't make a difference how many generations later, even if it's not true that 10 generations later, the kids are still called Ben Chaim, and it was from the Alta, 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 Zayda. Doesn't matter. It's fine. You still use the name. That's the name the family uses. For three generations, you could use the name Ben Chaim. But after that, uh, if it, you're more than three generations removed from a great-great-grandfather, it's time to use a new last name in a, in a get. If somebody uses the family's last name and getting out of Shlaisha Dara's command, what's the source for this sack of three generations? Yeah, we just had a couple weeks ago. Okay. Eretz was not destroyed. Until there were seven Batei Dinim. What does it mean, seven Batei Dinim? Rashi says, seven families of Malchus, seven families of kingship, where they had Avaita Zorah, Uveiluhei Niravam ben Avot, Ubasho ben Achio, Ve'achav ben Omri, Ve'il ben Nimshi, Upegach ben Ramaliyahu, Menachem ben Godi, as it says, the ones that are seven are empty. Her nefesh is down. Her, her spirit is down. Her son has set. While it's still daytime, and there's embarrassment and uh, it's embarrassment and shame. Okay, so what do you see from here? There's going to be destruction. There's going to be, not, not destruction. There's going to be an emptiness in Eretz Yisrael once you have seven Chashuva families that allow Avayda Zorah into their midst. Amar Avami, Maikara, Kisaylid Banim, Uvnei Banim. Okay, and then it says, what happens when you have Banim, Uvnei Banim? So now it's the third generation. Zak the Pasuk. The land is going to spit you out. Three generations, we have a Zara in there, the land spits you out. Okay. Amalei Rav Kahana Ravasi Lerav, Ksiva Beba Yishiyah Ben Hashem. He did bad in the eyes of Hashem. Rakhlech Malachay Yisrael. But he wasn't like the other Malachay Yisrael. Uksiv and it says, Allah Allah, Shalam Eser Vigoymer. He came up against Shalmeser, Shalmeser was the king of Syria. So the question is that why during Haishea was Eretz, why did Eretz become uh, desolate if he wasn't as bad as everybody else? That's the Shiloh. It's because of these guards that Yeravam put on the Drachim. This is a famous unfortunate incident that took place. When Yeravam didn't want people being Eil Regal. So he placed guards by the Drachim, by the forks in the road, by the, by the exits. 
So that Bnei Yisrael would not be Ayla Regal. He didn't want them to leave his jurisdiction and go to the Beis HaMikdosh. Hesheya had come and when he became king and he, he removed all of them. The Afal Pikain, and even though he was very forthcoming for people to be Ayla Regal to the Beis HaMikdosh, the Afal Pikain, like Ali Yisrael Regal, Bnei Yisrael did not Regal, they didn't start doing it, even though they now had the capability. Yeah, so while there's guards there, at least they have an excuse for not going. Once I say I removed the guards, it's no longer an excuse. During the years that Bnei Yisrael didn't go up, for the amount of time that they chose not to go to Yerushalayim, okay, so Midah K'neged Midah. They're not going to go to Yerushalayim. Amr Chisda, Amr Marug, Amil Amr Chisda, Amr Birmia. Darash Merei, Mar Merei, Mar Gev Adrasha Maidech Sev. What's Pshat in the Pusik, which says Vayishkoi Rashem Al Haro. The Rebbeinu Shalom was quick to bring evil. Vayaviyaleinu, and he put it, brought, brought it on us. Kitzadik Hashem Lakinu, because Rebbeinu Shalom is a tzadik. Mishum the tzadik Hashem Lakinu. I don't understand. Because of the Rebbeinu Shalom's Tzidkos. Because Hashem has Tzidkos. That's why he was quick to bring the, the downfall of Bnei Yisrael. What does that mean? What's the vart? Rebbeinu Shalom was doing right with Klal Yisrael. For when we went into Golos with Tzidkos, you still had... The Chachamim of Yechonia, who were a la- who were around at that time, Dechsev Bey begolos Yechonia hecharish v'maskir elif. That uh, the the craftsmen and those who were guarding, they had elif. They had one thousand. Okay, so what does that mean? What it means is that the Chesed of the Rebbeinu Shalom is that. Um, when, after the base of Mikdash was destroyed, that caused the last of the Chachamim to make their way down to Bavel, so that the Golos, the, the counting of Golos, could get started. Charash, what does it mean, Charash? It's referring to the great Tzadikim, teachers of Torah, that when they would speak, everybody became like deaf. They became like deaf. What does it mean they became, they became deaf? Everybody was silenced. Silence, everybody would listen. Masger, Kivon Shesaygrin, when things wrapped up with a Psak Halacha, Shovein and Paisen. Nothing else to talk about. It was crystal clear. The Kama, how many Chachamim like this existed in Bavel for the Golos? Elif, 1,000. So Banshan waited for all 1,000 to come to Golos. Now Tyre is going to be established and Tyre is going to be around forever. That's what it means. That's what Daniel means when he says that the Rebbein Shalom was quick to bring the Chacham down to Babel so that the Golas could start moving along. Ula Amar Ula says, Shehiktim Shnei Shanim live in Aishantim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu started Golas two years earlier from the word Vinayshantem. Okay? What does it mean Vinayshantem? So Vinayshantem is 852, and the, um, the Golos saved Klal Yisrael from 
uh, from completely being destroyed. Because otherwise, if it would if it would have waited uh, an extra little bit, it could have led to the uh, downfall of of uh, Bnei Yisrael. One last short piece, top of Amr Bey is before the Mishnah. Amr Bar Yaakov Shma Mehira Debari Alma. Whenever you find the word Mehira, fast, quick, referring to Kaddish Baruch Hu. Tamni Meya Vechamshin Utrin Have. It means eight hundred. And fifty-two, eight hundred and fifty-two years. Okay, Zok get meusha. Let's say you have a get that was brought about with a lot of meusha. Literally means Rashi says bechazaka. It was pulled out of a husband with strength by force. Okay, now. Be Israel, if a Bezdin forced a get from the husband, kosher. It's a kosher get. All right? Now, we'll, we're going to see in the Gemara that there are certain circumstances where a husband is chayav to give a divorce to his wife. He's chayav to give a get to his wife. When a husband is chayav to give a get to his wife, Bezdin has a right to force the get from him and it's going to be kosher. And we'll see how this played out. But let's say the force came from it's not a kosher get. But a Gaiyish court can beat him up and say, you better listen to the Bezdin. And if they do that, the kosher, it's a kosher get because he listened to the Bezdin. He's not listening to the courts. So again, if Bezdin gets the get from him, it's a good get. If a non-Jewish court forces the get from him, it's not a good get. If the non-Jewish court forces him to listen to the Jewish Bezdin, it's considered a kosher get. Okay? Interesting. Zog the Gemara to explain these halachas. Omar of Nachman, Omar Shmuel. Get Hamusha be Yisrael. When you have a get that's forced from a husband by a bezdin, the halacha is if the bezdin got it from him, alpi halacha, it's going to be kosher. Okay. However, shalaykedin, puzzle. If the force is not there, kedin, according to halacha, so then, it's a puzzle get. Upaisel, however, even though it's not a valid get, she still cannot marry a kai. Let's say the Chavim got the get. So like this. Kidin, if they did it according to halacha, then it's puzzle. It's a puzzle get, because they're not let to do that. Bezdin has to do it. Get ready for this. Kidin, paisel, upaisel. And... She cannot marry a Kayan, even though it's not a puzzle get. Shalaikidin. Let's say the Gaisha courts do it Shalaikidin, not according to Allah. So then she's she's still kosher to a get. Doesn't even schmeck like a get. Doesn't even smell like a get. The whole thing is uh the whole thing never happened. Says I don't understand. Manovshach, either way. How does this make sense? Well, how does it make sense what we're saying? If are considered people who can help a bezdin, 
is kashure nami liskasher. So any force they put on the, the woman should be the same as a bezin. If they're allowed to help out a bezin, let them help out a bezin. And if they're nothing connected to a Bezdin, random people, so then it's, it's not a get. Nothing happened. Why is she puzzled to a Kayan? Nothing happened at all. I don't understand Shemul's halacha. It's not a valid get, but she's still puzzled to a Kayan. Why? I'll tell you why. Because really, biblically, any get that's Taken from the husband by the force of a of a Gaisha court is still going to be a valid get. Umatam Amrupas. But Chum say no, it's not a kosher get. Why? We don't want women to go uh, to to uh, non Jewish courts and involve them to either do it not according to halacha or to force her husband in a way that's not according to halacha. And therefore she'd be mafki herself from her husband. So the Chum said like this. Biblically, if a husband gives her a get, then Asambiyadi ends up putting in her hand, it's a valid get. But the problem was, there was a, the Chum knew, either it happened or they were concerned, it's going to come to a point, or it came to a point, where women would just bypass a bezna completely, go to the Gaisha courts, and have things done, not al-pi So they said everything has to go through the bezna. Says Mariachi, if that's true, shlaik adin, I feel reyach get aimbay. It says if it's done shlaik adin, so it shouldn't even be reyach get. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't become possible to kaim. When I have shlaik adin Yisrael, umafsel nami livsel. So it should be similar to a bezna does not according to Allah, and she should still be kosher to marry a kaim. Why is she possible marrying a kaim? Says Gemara, Ella rather had Rav Mesharshia bedusahi. What Rav Medarshia? What Rav Mesharshia? Is uh, is saying is bedusa? It's a mistake, okay. Meaning that if you have a, a gayusha court that forces a get from a husband that is not kosher, betaimamai. So if it's takana kosher, so what's the reason why she can't marry a kayim? She's not divorced. Says the Gemara, kidin, because we. It's like a. It's. Like Kedin, it's like something that's following the Derech HaTorah, but Kedin the Yisrael Michlaf, and then it, we're concerned it's going to be, it's going to get switched, get swapped, get confused with the Halacha of a Get, which is forced out by Yisrael, La Halacha. Therefore, even if Avicham gets it out of Pi Halacha, we're, we're uh, going to passel her to a Kayin. Otherwise, people are going to get confused. But Shalai Kedin, Bekedin the Yisrael Michlaf, we're not concerned, and hence she's still mutter to marry a Kayin. Okay. Now the Gemara is going to explain how a Bezdin would actually force a divorce. Abai Ashkel Rabbi Yosef, Abai found his Rebbe Rabbi Yosef, the Yosef become Maisa Agite. He was uh, Maasa Agite. He was sitting and forcing husbands to give Gitin. Omar We are Hed he said to his Haley Rebbe, we're not on the level of these expert mumchim that knew how to do this. You cannot connect to them. This has to be in front of the Sanhedrin, in front of the Bezdin. You're not allowed to go to our courts, not allowed to use non Jewish courts ever when dealing with a Jew. 
Dabar Acher. Another halacha is Lifnehem. It's got to be in front of a Sanhedrin type of person, but not in front of a regular Dayan, a regular judge. So Abayi asks his, his holy Rebbe, Rebbe Yosef, he says, Rebbe, we're not on the Madrega, we're not on the level to force husbands to divorce their wives. So why is Rebbe doing this? He says, because we in Babel are acting on behalf of the mumchim, the experts of, of uh, Eretz Yisrael, and they allow us to, uh, to, to administer this pressure. Says Ihachi, if it's not true that the Bezdin or Rabbi Yosef in Babel was working on behalf of the, uh, the Chachamim of Eretz Yisrael, so why don't we uh, start paskening on, on even financial matters? They give over the rights of the Bati Din in, the, in times of for, for things that are common. Things that are, are not common. Allah is stealing. Baruch Hashem, not common. Damage, not common. We don't have that kayach. Okay, beautiful. Next Mishnah. If the word got out that a woman is married, the name is, everybody in town is talking, that she's married. She's Mikudashas. I raise a Mikudashas. The Allah is, we treat her like she's married, and she's not allowed to be uh, involved in Shaduchim. Mikudashas. If the word on the street is that she's divorced, he's a Megureshes. We treat her like a divorcee. She could date. She's puzzled to a Kayan. Regular divorcee. As long as there's nothing here that's in Amasla. No Amasla on the information. Okay. Now what's in Amasla? What is that? Again, the word in town is this woman's married. She's like a married woman. Word in town is this woman's divorced. She's like a divorced woman. No, it's not an amasla. Ezuhi amasla. What's an amasla? Gerish is plenty as ishtay al If let's say the, the news on the street is that she was divorced al On condition. So now you can't necessarily treat her like a divorcee. Because there's an amasla. There's a lack of clarity. Zarak la kidusha. Or the husband threw marriage to her, Savikar of Law, Savikar of Light. Zuwi Amasla. In all these cases, we don't treat her full fledged like a married woman. We don't treat her full fledged like a divorced woman. Okay? It's, it's all about the information. It's interesting. It's about the information that's out in the community. Zakti Gamarov, Asrinon La Agavram. I don't understand this. Again, you have a woman in town. And the word on the street is she is married to her husband. I one second. Then he divorced her Altanai. We said, Oh, we got a problem. Well, what happens if her original husband was a Kayan? So if we're saying they divorced her on condition and we don't know what the status is, now she can't stay with him either. Why are you gonna ask her on her husband? Because of Vasinullah Agavra, you're gonna forbid her on her husband? Because of uh, a rumor, 
Once they're married, any rumors that come out afterwards be ignored. Let's say her name was around town to be totally married. Her She's totally married. Okay? She's, we consider her to be married. What happens if What if the word on the street was that she was married and then her husband divorced her? Top of tomorrow's half. So the word on the street is she's married and divorced. Okay, so we treat her like a divorcee. My time. What is the reason? Yeah, what is the reason why we're going to rely on that word on the street? Because you now have word on the street telling me that she is married. Word on the street telling me she's divorced. It's the same word on the street. So Beseder, we'll treat her like a divorcee. But if she's with her husband, and this is not just about the word on the street, this is about the fact of the matter. She's living in a house with a guy. There's not just a rumor that's out there. Hence, if she's living with her husband, and now a rumor comes out that she's divorced, we're not going to forbid her on her husband. Okay? It has to be where when there's only rumors going around, word on the street, then we'll just say, okay, fine. Word is she was married, word is she's divorced, word is now she's divorced. But if there's any other information in play, that's going to get in the way of those rumors. Avada, we're going to deal with the uh, the actual uh, facts that are uh, actually facts that are on the ground. Okay, we're going to hold it here for today. We're up to Amarava and Zvezhem tomorrow. We're going to uh, continue for a little bit on different types of things that are uh, going to have a focus for quite some time on various rumors that go out about women and families. That's going to be a, a big topic for, um, for tomorrow's daf. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody. Um, all right, let us, um, let us talk about tomorrow.